Tara feel like all you're doing is creating content or it's all you're supposed to be doing? It's the end of a long day and shit, you didn't write your social media post or you never hit send on that email because you just didn't know what to say. And you're just feeling so overwhelmed with how much we're actually supposed to be putting out in the universe. I feel you. Today in the podcast, I'm going to break down how to repurpose your content in a really easy way. In fact, I'm going to take one piece of content and break it down 10 different ways, simplify it for you, and show you just how easy it is to make that one little piece of content, that one idea, live for quite a while. Let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, Bus Bench Babes, today we are going to simplify life. Doesn't that sound amazing? (laughs) I could use a little bit of that right now. We're nearing the end of summer and goodness, it just like flew by and now I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I grab onto what's left and simplify our days even more so we can soak it all in? Do you feel me? (laughs) That's not what today's show is about though. Um, While I'm enjoying the beautiful sunshine outside, I am actually sitting here super excited because I'm going to break down 10 different ways to repurpose one piece of content. And I'm just going to simplify it, make it really easy, and just get right to it, okay? So I don't know about you, but I have spent way too much time writing content, repurpose, trying to repurpose it without success, or just that one and done kind of post. Or, you know, I did all my social media, finally, it took me hours, I'm exhausted. And now you want me to work on email? Like what, how am I supposed to come up with that many ideas? Do you ever feel that way? I hope today it kind of breaks it down for you and makes it just a little bit easier and shows you how you can really have success with just one simple idea, one piece of content. So right now, if you're maybe in the more beginning stages of building your brand or or if you're in the middle and you're just like, I really still don't know what actually to post or what content idea I would even come up with, head back to episode 34, where I share three strategies on what to do if you're stuck in a content rut. So if you're kind of feeling like I need that before I dive into how to break it down and repurpose it 10 ways, head back to episode 34 and start there. But without further ado, let's jump in here. Okay, so because we have many, many realtors listening to the show, I'm going to pick a real estate topic. Uh, If you've been listening for a while, you know I'm not a realtor, so I might get some of the the wording a little bit incorrect, so bear with me here. But I'm going to pick, the one topic I'm going to pick to break down 10 different ways or repurpose 10 different ways is what is my home value actually? Okay, this is like all the buzz out there. I know you are hearing this all the time, or I thought my home was worth this, or it's gone up 6% this month, or it's gone you know, down a little bit, or whatever it is. Like we all know the market has shifted. It's going to shift more and more. That is that that is absolutely what's happening right now. But everyone is wondering, like, what is my home actually worth? And the reason I picked this topic was because 
it's real estate related, but also so many of us are interested in this, even if we're not realtors. So I'm really pumped to show you how easy it is to repurpose this one idea that really honestly, we should all be talking about. If you're in real estate, you should be talking about this anyways right now. If you're not a realtor, pick any topic that you can think of and just put it in place of every single time I say, what is my home value actually? Like, what is my home actually worth? Uh, And this will be just as relevant for you as well. So first thing you might be wondering is like, what does it even mean to repurpose content? And, and it's, it's really quite simple. It's literally just that. So it's like repurposing it, reusing it, um, and taking the piece of existing content that you already have and just presenting it a different way. So whether it be on a different platform, uh, basically on a different platform. So whether it be via email, social media, blogging, all this kind of stuff, like taking that one piece of content and reaching a wider audience and growing it growing your audience at the same time to give it a longer shelf life, a longer life, basically this one piece of content. So when, when you're sitting down to create content, the very first thing you should be asking yourself is what else can I do with this? How many people can I serve with this? How many different groups of people can I serve with this? And how many times can I repurpose this? Yes. Repurpose. This should be the very first thing you're thinking about when you're creating the content. And After I I should say, after you already have the idea that's brand aligned, right? So when I say this is something that you need to start with, and after you have the idea for the post, right, or whatever you're going to do, the content idea, and you start thinking, okay, so maybe I'm writing a social media post, or maybe I'm writing an email. I think a lot of times what happens is we sit down and we're going to like batch our social out or batch our emails out, but we're not actually taking those two things and having them mesh together. So really you kind of need to think of all the ways that we communicate with others, all the ways that we serve, all the ways they educate, market, all that good stuff. They all kind of live together. And this is something that I have found in in the creative world here in the marketing world, in the creative direction world, really. It's really challenging for a lot of us to view it that way. This overlapping, this intertwining, this meshing together, that really muddy area. But that's really how we're operating our businesses and our brands. So everything needs to work together. Okay. So take that idea, any idea that you have. I'm going to go with what's my home value? What's my home actually worth? And think about all the different ways that you can repurpose it before you write that very first post or that very first way that you're going to be using that. And I know that I mentioned just a little bit ago that you want to really give it like longevity. You want that post to have like a longer shelf life. This is not to say every single post or every single piece of content has a longer shelf life. Some things are one and done. They just are. But when we're thinking of our time and our effort and where we're putting more time and effort, these are things that we can repurpose and reuse down the road. So why do we do this, right? (laughs) Let's just break this really down to the basics it makes your life so much easier. Just just so much easier. You spend so much less time creating content. Instead of creating 10 different pieces of content, you can take one and just like repurpose it other ways. I mean, that sounds amazing. And when you take that one idea that you've already been talking about and you know your audience is on the different platforms, it's so, so, so easy. You just have to trust me on this. It's so easy to do because you've already been speaking about it. It's, you know, already information you've put out there. You already know that your audience is interested in it. Or maybe it's the first time you're trying it and you're not sure. Regardless, 
it's something that you know you're going to be able to put some effort in and actually kind of see where it gains traction, which is really exciting. And then you're not sitting there writing 10 different 10 different ideas and like gathering information and like testing out 10 ideas. You're testing out one. And that's really pretty cool. So time is money. Time is our energy. Time is life. So let's save it. All right. Another reason why? It expands your reach and helps you gain new clients. So this is really cool. So we've talked about this before on the show quite a bit, but we, when we build our brands, we are doing it all different areas of our brand to reach our audiences. Yes, we have a target audience. However, not everyone is on every platform and less than 10% of our people, this number is always shifting. So I'm just going to say less than 10% of our followers actually see our post if we're talking social media. Now, depending on who you're actually emailing in your email list, I don't know your analytics there. So, but whatever percentage of open rates, you know, that's who's actually seeing that email. So you really have to think about that and you have to think about expanding and like growing your reach and what that looks like. And If you can take one piece of content and repurpose it on platforms that have different audiences, or maybe you have similar audiences on some of your platforms, but they're not actually seeing it all, well, then you're actually reaching the people you want to reach, or you're more likely to reach them, which is honestly really, really cool. It also allows like more shareability between clients to friends and and so on, other realtors to other realtors and, you know, businesses that find out about you to share and that kind of thing. The more platforms you're on, the more you're talking about something, the more you're becoming an expert, the more people can share and be excited about what you're doing. So honestly, just working smarter and not harder is what we're trying to do here. And repurposing content is just such a great way to do that. And the biggest reason you want to repurpose your content is because it makes it so much easier to scale. You don't need to be writing everything out from scratch every single time. Again, saving your time, saving your money, saving your efforts, your brain power. My goodness, like how much effort and brain power we put into just one social media post sometimes. Like with this allows us to sort of save that space, allows us to revisit it and repurpose it and Again, when we talk about the audience all around us, right, and the different platforms that reach different parts of our audiences, that one piece of content becomes front of mind for many more if you can repurpose it across different platforms. Does that sound good to everyone? It sounds good to me. Okay, so how do we actually do this, right? Here are the 10 ways you can repurpose one piece of content. So going back to the piece of content that I'm using today, and that's going to be what the heck is my home actually worth? Okay, what is it actually worth? So first way, and I'm going to start with this way because it is, this is your money, people. This is your money. Email. Okay, so let me also say with email, you can revisit this again. So let me kind of break this down to how we've done this on the team and had really great success and how you could take this and really any kind of business and make this work. So when it comes to email, we know our ROI on email is just incredible, right? Our reach is great and the return on investment is It's just great. It's really where we need to be focusing our efforts, even though sometimes it doesn't feel as special or, you know, maybe as pretty as our Instagram grids. So when we talk about how much is my home actually worth? So email number one, we are going to send them an email and we're going to say, hey, and do this in your own brand voice, however you want. But hey, you know, the market's the market has shifted. 
Um, you know, there are online platforms. I'm not going to name them all out, but you know what I'm talking about, where you plug in your house number and it gives you your home value, starts with the Z, that kind of thing. You know, you're plugging it in there. So like write an email. Hey, like, do you want to know what your home is actually worth? I know there's a lot of buzz about there, about what's going on with the market and how things are changing or shifting or whatever. A lot of headlines out there scaring people. Um, if you want an actual, uh, accurate estimate on what your home is worth, like, here you go. Here's a link. Click through. They'll be able to reach you and they'll be able to actually get that home estimate from you. And then what do you have? You know that they're interested. So that would be like the easiest way to, you know, start with is via email. Now, what we have done and we've had success with is then keeping that in our email. So do you want to know what your home value is, what your home is actually worth at the bottom of another email, keeping that down there in a block so they can easily access it. They can easily forward that email to other people. And there you go. You've already repurposed that content twice just in one platform. And I am sure you're thinking of, oh my gosh, like I could do this a million other ways and a million other emails. And you're right. You can. So really sticking with that and the other cool thing about a topic like what is my home actually worth, even when the market cools more, right? Or it flips, right? Like let's let's look even future-wise. Like let's be the, the cynic of all of this, right? When the market flips, uh, you will still be able to use this topic. This the the light the longevity of what is my home actually worth is is kind of indefinite because through market shifts, through market changes, through any sort of recession or anything happening with our economy, it's all still very relevant. So two different ways through email. Second way, blog. Okay. I know a lot of people are like, I'm not blogging. This isn't my thing. Do you have a website? So we could replace website with blog, but, or in addition to, so let's do blog first, and then I'm going to get to website. So blog, get those keywords on your site. What is my home actually worth in Minneapolis, right? What is my home worth in St. Paul? Like whatever city, whatever area you're working on or you're working in, I should say, that could be in your blog on your website. Get that information out there. Let those keywords live on your website. If you're like, what do you mean by keywords? Um, that's a whole nother episode on, on SEO and all that. But really, honestly, getting that information on your website and becoming the expert via a blog that then you can share that link on social. You can share that link via email. Like again, you can repurpose it that way as well. Third way, website. So you really want, and when I say website and blog, this and for this could be in both places. The blog would, you know, elaborate more on that topic. And then the website would actually host like a place for them to click through and get it. Now, when we talk about writing the caption, right, for this particular topic, the blog is probably going to hold the most information or the email. So really taking that and saying, okay, I know my email audience is, you know, maybe they're a little more conservative, but I know like my social media audience is a little bit less conservative or whatever that looks like for you. You can sort of tweak what you've written a little bit. Um, but it is still the same caption, really. It's just tweaked a little bit. So same goes for your blog and same your website, like grab them on there with a paragraph of talking about what your home is actually worth versus what, you know, an online site or whatever is going to tell you or some realtor that knocks on your door is going to tell you your home is actually worth. Okay. So the fourth way, Facebook. Okay. 
I know we have this love hate with Facebook. I think people are leaning more towards the hate, but I get it. Facebook. Now we have to think of our audiences again. So Facebook is more of our friends and family, right? And my recommendation on there is typically to keep it a little bit more personal and you adjust your brand voice accordingly. But that doesn't mean that your family and their friends and your closest friends don't want to know what their home is worth. Like literally you could write the post, Hey, I can't, you know, I just helped so-and-so sell their home. Like it was and talk about the experience of it, share your experience, share your story with how it went. You know, they're really surprised that this is actually what it was worth, like pleasantly surprised. Like this was a really cool experience or you can share firsthand, like how it was for you to go through that process with like a friend or a family member if they're, you know, okay with that. Or you can just simply make your post really similar to the one that goes on your website or your blog, but just know you're speaking directly to your family and friends. So that voice needs to, you know, really reflect that. So it doesn't come across super salesy. Now the fifth way is Instagram and okay. We love Instagram, right? And yes, I know there have been some recent changes. Hello, longer stories. Don't even get me started on all the changes that Instagram has just had. And we'll have, I think, coming up here. But it's a really fun platform still. And you can take the same content. Literally take what you wrote on your blog or take what you wrote in your email and hop on video and share it to your reels right? Like just share it to your reels. You already have the information written down. You've already talked about it. You've already like figured out how you want to say it. Hopefully you've like kind of figured out your brand voice a little bit more and you just go on Instagram, make a reel and post it on there. Second way. So two different ways to do it on Instagram would be to create a slideshow, like a carousel. So you could go into Canva super, super easy or whatever app that you love using pop in like those five different or whatever, like those um, key points that you're talking about in your email and your blog posts and plug those into your slides. And like, what is your home? What is my home actually worth is the first slide. Second slide talks about like how you actually get an accurate idea, you know, maybe debunk some myths and that kind of thing. The same stuff that you're talking about in your video, in your blog, on your website, with your friends on Facebook, like it's the same it's the same caption but the same idea. It's just repurposed onto a different platform. And the cool thing about Instagram is you can then hop in your stories and talk about it. And you can continue to talk about this. And in Facebook as well, you can continue to talk about this the weeks after and, and then on, right? Your stories are only up for a day. So once the day's over, that story is gone and you can revisit it again by sharing like stories around it. So you can sort of see as like as a marketing idea or as like a bigger picture idea, how many useful ways you can take this one topic that's very relevant right now and repurpose it to make it really work for you and become the expert in your industry, in your area, the expert of your group of friends, the expert of, you know, your other acquaintances or their friends as well. So next way, what number are we even on here? One, two, three, four, five, six, TikTok. All right. Okay. If you're on TikTok, cool. If you're not, I get it. <laughs> I get it. TikTok's pretty fun though. And how we could repurpose this on TikTok is just very like, you want to write your home is actually where you can do something funny about like reality versus, you know, not reality, still using the same idea, right? It's the same topic idea. And you can even just kind of take a chunk out of your email or your blog. And, you know, you really don't need 
much um, any much written material for TikTok, but like you're speaking about it. So the video you did for Instagram, heck, you could repurpose that video and put it on TikTok. You can even make a three-part series. There is no reason why your stories on Instagram can't mimic very much so what's going on TikTok. So if you're thinking I'm doing a story for Instagram, which is a little more off the cuff than my story in, or than my reel on Instagram, cool. Save that for TikTok. You know, do a three-part series in your reel on Instagram and save those for TikTok. There is no reason you can't repurpose that on there as well. Okay. Next one. Number seven, LinkedIn. Okay. So many of us are on LinkedIn. It's such a cool tool. The, the search on there and your reach on there is just so much greater still than many, many other platforms. And you might think, well, not a lot of my clients are on my LinkedIn, but a lot of my peers, a lot of other realtors, a lot of other, uh, people in this business, in the real estate business. And again, if you're not in real estate and you're listening to this, and hopefully you've been able to like plug your topic in there and make it work, uh, whatever you're on LinkedIn for, right? You have this network of peers. And just because, you know, you might have a bunch of realtors on there who they already know all this information. You could very well be their expert and like educating them as well. And when we talk about the rest of our, our network of people or you have across, you know, this business, we run into so many people every single day doing different pieces of it that are necessary for the transaction to happen. So are they on there? Are you becoming an expert even more to them? So share this information. And if anything, inspire somebody else to be doing it, become the expert, whether it be your peers, your friends, your families, or others in this business. Why not? Okay, number eight, YouTube. Whew. So the team is about to really tackle YouTube. We have put this off for a little bit of time. We're on it for the podcast because literally resources, like the time and effort it takes to do it while we're growing the team and that sort of thing. But we are jumping on in and I'm so excited to share this with you coming up. Like it's so exciting. But YouTube is such a cool place to host that video that you already shot for Instagram. You've already done the work. You've already written the caption, copy and paste that, like grab those hashtags, like put that on YouTube and allow the search engine on YouTube, the functionality of it to work for you. Educate, 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 right? So if you did that three-part series on Instagram and you shared it to your stories or to your reel, and then you shared it on TikTok, you've already got that video. You might as well put it on YouTube. Why not? And get that content out there and really make that piece, that topic work for you all over the place. Okay, number nine, and this is a really fun one, podcast. Okay, right? You're probably thinking, what the heck? I'm not going to start a podcast. But here's the thing. Podcast is so fun. Ours has grown so much. Like we could have never anticipated this. And it is truly a rewarding experience. It is absolutely a lot of work, yes. But there are really simple ways to get audio out there that aren't a ton of work. Okay, so if you want to just make like a simple podcast, or maybe you've actually been thinking about launching a podcast, well, heck, this is a really cool place to like actually serve your clients. You know, we're serving our peers more like other realtors and our clients as well on here. But if you're just like, I just want to talk to my buyers and sellers, cool. You can have a podcast just for them. Become the expert. Like allow them to share it with people. Why not take that blog and go chat about it or have a conversation with someone? What do you think? Are you going to start a podcast? If you do, definitely hit me up on social because I want to check it out. 
Okay, last but not least, we kind of go back to number one, but not really. It is the downloadable freebie, that lead magnet, right? I just like really don't like lead magnet, so I always say downloadable freebie. It just sounds better to me, but whatever the heck you want to call it, right? Grab those emails, get that conversion, like let's let this work for us. Growing our email list is so incredibly important, and I have de- like dove into this many, many times, and so has Beth. If you want to learn more about that and growing your email list, because Goodness gracious, that is where we should be putting a lot of our efforts. Go back to episode 31, where I talk about my tips on how to grow your email list for free. But now let's get back to this downloadable freebie or lead magnet. Okay, cool. So you've created that freebie. It's plugged with information on how you actually figure out what your home is worth. Have you done updates? Is Are you living in like this little neighborhood that's like tucked away that's like extra special? Maybe the homes next to you haven't been remodeled and yours has or vice versa. Like all these variables, which I know as realtors listening to this, you are like, yeah, Christy, you're not even touching on what it is. I get that. But all these variables that you're thinking of and you've piqued their interest. So you go back on your social and you talk about, hey, so... Are you wondering what your home value is actually worth? Like, have you been on Zillow and you're like, is that real? I feel like it should be more. I feel like it should be less, whatever that is. Like head to the link in my bio and grab my freebie on like how to figure out what your home is actually worth and reach out if like you want to start a conversation, reach out for more information. But guess what? They've headed to your link in your bio. They've plugged their information and you've grabbed their email. You don't have their info. You can now contact them. You can say, hey, Was that helpful? Was that guide helpful for you? And if, you know, start the conversation there. If anything, you've got them on your email list, which hello, that is where we want people. That's where we want them. We want them on our email list. We want to be able to continue to serve them in the best way. And we know that our ROI there is the max. So those are my 10 ways, 10 plus ways on how to repurpose one single piece of content and make it work for you across many platforms with hopefully a lot less time I hope, than having to write out 10 different ideas. So I would love to hear from you how you're repurposing your content. If you have any questions or if you found success doing this, please, please, please let us know. It fills Beth and I up so much when we hear from you via email, social, DM, whatever works from you whatever works for you, because we want to know, we want to hear these success stories. It makes us feel so good and helps us continue doing what we're doing, serving this community and growing it with all of you. So until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.